0: Mike's Daily
1: Podcast Hi, welcome to the show called Mike's Daily Podcast I'm Mike Matthews I was really energetic at the beginning of the show Hey, look what the podcast picture is It's a Mike's Daily Podcast It's a ground squirrel At Peninsula Park in San Leandro Welcome to Mike's Daily Podcast It's somewhere in Podcastro Valley And it's fast The beginning of the show, it moves so fast Now it's going to slow down Now it's going to get fast again Now it's FF episode 2054 2054 Woo! Who could ask for more? 2054 Mike's Daily Podcast Uh, Somewhere in Podcastro Valley The last place on earth Happy Friday, Mike's. Here we are, daily eating cereal podcast. We have a lovely lady friend here. Yeah, it's gonna be uh just in just a second. You're going to hear her because I'll turn her microphone on in just a little bit. But right now she's eating Cheerios <laughs> and she, okay, because that's fun. Cheerios are delicious. Yay. Um, I'm going to turn your microphone say hello to everyone hello uh, now now say it now say it hello now now say it hello now say it hello now say it
2: hello, now say it. hello.
1: awesome Uh, She is eating cereal because It's her go to super fast food She's eaten it on the podcast before Uh, I like it too It's It's got some good things in it For you Hey so you know what you were doing A little while ago You were watching a bunch of Late night talk show hosts Yes You know what I noticed I didn't know this before There are two talk show hosts That do a Trump impression Unless Jimmy Fallon Does Jimmy Fallon do a Trump impression?
0: here's today's podcast picture I I don't really watch Jimmy Fallon too
1: much Stephen Colbert does Seth Meyers does They do exactly like the Stephen uh, uh, I'm sorry, Alec Baldwin's Impression But
0: Stephen Colbert's I think is better than Seth's Really? Yeah
1: Why do you say
0: that? I just saw a clip from Seth's show, and it was good. His impression was good, but I think Colbert is more spot on.
1: It lacked believability. So they don't do as much of a of a monologue on the Seth Meyers show as with Stephen Colbert. Basil doesn't like any monologues. Nope. He's like, "No, I don't need it. I don't You know what I want?" He said, "I want to watch golf." <laughs> golf is the most exciting game ever. I love it. That's what he just said. Basil's doing better. He got he got us a little scared last night. He yeah. wasn't uh eating. And I talked on the podcast a little bit about what happened yesterday, but yeah, it was it was just this weird thing. I think it comes down to something to do with his throat. But now he's drinking water, we're giving him a, a Pedialyte that's giving him a lot of energy and chicken broth. And he seems to be doing And actually, he ate a little bit today. So. Yeah,
0: he's basically hopped up on sugar.
1: <laughs> and lovely, love, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I blew up my microphone. It's gone now. My microphone blew up. Oh well. Uh, love. I don't know how you're hearing me now, but... Through the brain, this is through brain signals, <laughs> brain waves. Boop, boop. Lovely lady friend petted him all day today. Yes, thank you, lovely lady friend. C-
0: comforting him.
1: So, hopefully, he'll do better.
0: Did that podcast picture with the squirrel? Yes. Was Basil with you? When he you took was. That
1: picture? Yes.
0: Was the because squ- the squirrel looks pretty alert in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's ready to run. Oh no, a dog. Did he see Basil?
1: Oh yeah, and Basil Did saw they, him. They
0: made eye contact with uh-huh. each other. It and was you like know, a stare down.
1: They make that weird whistle chirp. Oh yeah, that doo, doo, type thing. Mm-hmm. And Basil used to see him and you know go running after him and. That's, do you see in the background, that's the mountains there, I think, of like San Mateo and in the peninsula. And the clouds were coming over them, much like they were today, and cooling everything off and making it oh so nice.
0: Thankfully, yes.
1: So here, you and I yesterday saw a little bit of Al Sharpton with a memorial. Yes. To George Floyd and... I was amazed. I mean, we have people here all the time at Cafe anyway. That's why we have all that noise in the background. Everyone's standing eight feet apart. But this was the first thing I've seen on television where there was a bunch of people together in the church. It looked like they were kind of doing social distancing. A lot of people had masks on and they were, you know, protecting themselves that way. But. That was the first, you know, late night talk show hosts have not had, have, have had audiences. Uh, I don't know about sporting events. We saw
0: that, um, was it the French Open? Some tennis match. Where That's people- r-
1: That was the other time we went into Posh Bagel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I> <laughs> both, know. both times we watched, okay, both of the instances that we're talking about, we saw on the Posh Bagel's big flat screen TV just... Going on all day. So they had the memorial on and then they had on the French Open. And the French Open, they were, people were sitting next to each other, but in groups and then spaced out around the uh, spectator area. So, what is going to happen with these late night talk show hosts and all these other people that usually have an audience? Are they eventually going to get an audience? And then they just spread them all out? around the theater who knows but anyway
0: yeah uh, yeah it's you know yeah how do you people are mad they mad they are braving uh a pandemic to mourn and to express yeah their rage
1: yes and yeah that there's I think it was powerful and it showed how important it was that mm-hmm. people are like, I'm going to brave this just because of the situation. And Well, yet, it's like,
0: what's what's worse? The virus of racism or...
1: The coronavirus? <laughs> the coronavirus. Yes.
0: That's the kind of world we live in right now where we have to make choices between those two, huh?
1: That's the big question of the moment. Um, well, we're... Definitely, trying to fight both right now. We have two battle fronts going on. One day, hopefully, they'll both be gone.
0: But I think people are doing a good job of, for the most part, peacefully coming together and being. Co- I, I still see lots of protest, like these throngs of protesters with masks on. Yeah. So you know, people are trying to be conscious of. Um, both, but my God, my heart goes, yeah, how, how do you keep both things in mind at the same time?
1: Protesting safe.
0: Safe protesting. Is that, I mean, that, that sounds like kind of an oxymoron.
1: And it made me wonder, I don't know, from a nonverbal point of view, nonverbal communication, I studied a little bit of that in college. And, you know, we, we pick up certain cues from each other, from our, our mouths, from our faces, and here you've got police in riot gear, and their faces hidden, like RoboCop. And you've got protesters with their faces covered, with their mouths covered, anyway. And it, it, it's spooky. It looks like it doesn't. It doesn't. It looks surreal. Like and the communication going back and forth between these two is just pure. Um, you know, it, it it's. Not the best. It's not a welcoming. You were showing me a fascinating TED talk today about uh, an African American male, a musician,
0: Daryl Davis,
1: who wrote a book talking about how he didn't understand why people are racist towards black people. Why, why, what's the deal? And so he met up with uh, some Ku Klux Klan members actually talked to a grand wizard and actually became friends with him it's a whole thing i can't even give it justice how he described it but it's on he found it on youtube well
0: yeah he's he's daryl davis he's written a book as well um and that's actually how a lot of these conversations came about it was while he was doing research Ah. for this book um, I think it's called clan, like clan, as in K, the KKK clan.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Clan oh. Um, and it's it's his it kind of a, a memoir, autobiographical account of um, his trying to to f- answer this question: how how can you hate someone without knowing anything and, about them? Yeah. Other than exactly. you know just the color of their skin, how how can you hate someone based on that? sold me.
1: Excellent question. In fact, at the TED Talk, he had the Grand Wizard's cloak because the guy just gave it to him and gave up being a, a, a clan member.
0: He has uh, several.
1: <laughs> several of them. Yeah. And he is a piano player, or a boogie-woogie piano player. Does some, some you know fun blues music. And these Former Ku Klux Klan members show up to his concerts to watch him. He was talking about he was taking a road trip with a white guy, and the the white man who I think was probably maybe still at the KKK said something. No,
0: he's not. He's actually, not. Oh. No. I think he, he was he was one of the higher level KKK members. I don't. I, but who was I the one that? It's like the not the is it Imperial Wizard or? Brand. It wasn't that one. It was like oh, what did he say? It was something cyclops, something oh, the cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> something cyclops. Um yes, and after that conversation um that they had in the car uh-huh. about 5 months later, this guy actually quit. Wow. He gave up his membership and that was the first robe that he got.
1: Ah, okay. <laughs> But what was the conversation he had with a white guy saying? The white guy said, "Oh, uh, black people have a gene that makes them violent," and and uh-huh. and he said, uh, "What was his name?" That yeah, was the Darryl. same guy. Did he, and, and and he said, "I don't. I'm not violent. Why do you say that about me?" And the white guy says, "Well, it's recessive. It, it has latent gene. Yeah, it's latent. hasn't become active yet." <sighs> And then, which he replied, "Well, then you're uh, you're a ser- serial killer," and he goes, "No, I'm not." And he goes, "Well, maybe it just hasn't become active yet, because well, no. all white guys, all ser- like the famous serial killers, are uh, white."
0: He na- he asks him to name three black serial killers.
1: Oh, that's right. And he couldn't think of any. Now, you follow a lot of serial killers. You, you were all into those, that Netflix show about serial killers. Yes. That was spooky. You're eating cereal right now, actually. So
0: God, I, I, I'm really trying not to this make the, my chews audible.
1: The biggest bowl of <laughs> almond milk and Cheerios I've ever seen.
0: I do use a lot of milk. See, I, I, I find that there's two camps with, with people people and their cereal and milk they either you're in you're in the camp that doesn't use a lot of milk and they like more cereal yeah they like their cereal more dry
1: it's healthier that way
0: i don't know about that but
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i do
0: i enjoy the taste yeah (laughs) maybe it's more fun to have more milk with your cereal. I just like, I don't know, I, I grew up eating, um, you know, lots of stews and uh, um, you know. Well, I
1: never have made you stew, have I? I gotta make you stew. Well, Do you want me to change my name to stew? Stew, stew Mike? Stew Matthews? stew Matthews? Stew Matthews. That works great. <laughs> Alright, well that's why she likes serial yes. killers and while <laughs> no. Uh, why she likes serial and
0: why it. I like serial killers?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I do she not
0: like serial killers.
1: No, we all hate them, but she finds it fascinating <laughs> about the past case histories and yes. Well,
0: yeah, how does one become a serial killer? What they kill is people. That process? Oh yeah. How do they cross that line?
1: Crazy. One interesting thing, though, if we can go back to the protests. And the vandalism and the looting. There was a story in the East Bay Express about the theories that have emerged. Uh, Minnesota Governor Tim Walz shared unconfirmed reports that white supremacists had infiltrated protests in Minneapolis. In Tennessee, a known white supremacist was arrested for setting fire to the courthouse during a protest there, and Black Lives. Black Lives Matter San Diego Had to issue a statement warning Of a fake BLMSD Twitter page Announcing another protest Which they suspected had been made By white supremacists Though difficult to confirm Officials and police chiefs are reporting that May 29th saw an explosion of white supremacist activity during protests on that day and are considering if an organized effort to disrupt peaceful protests and incite violence between black communities and the police all over the country had been planned beforehand. So that's what, but I found that fascinating.
0: yeah sure that's but that's nothing new like <laughs> white supremacists trying to derail people fighting for racial justice that's nothing new I, I guess I, I would want to know what's the point for what purpose right like what I, I think that that's a more interesting story
1: hmm to derail protests why to derail protests why they don't like Protests. <laughs> so they're protesting that and they're, they're putting blame on uh, uh, the people that are protesting. But that's anyway in this article there. Um, Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff said during a press conference on Saturday, urging residents and protesters to stay home, we want to make it clear this will not be tolerated. Talking about the graffiti covered walls. Sidewalks and pavement. uh, While, oh, charred garbage cans. This was in Oakland, obviously. So, but.
0: Obviously? Because
1: she's the mayor of Oakland. Oh. A large number of protesters marched near Lake Merritt. uh, While a Saturday evening, a caravan in memory of Floyd traveled across the city. But that's, that's fine. It's just the violence and People, you know, that uh, that we're taking advantage of it. So that was an, that's an article in the East Bay Express yeah. that you can find right now. It's called uh, Dark Night of the Stole. So we're outside a cafe anyway here in Pod Castro Valley. Let's say hi to some people here it's finita the rodeo queen how y'all doing i want some of that delicious cereal lovely lady friend i brought some for your horse thanks you Neilie know, would like to have some of that oh y'all.
0: is she allergic to sunflower seeds yeah <laughs> oh dang oh, it don't kill my horse
2: <laughs> look who else is here a little mock. Does this gruntle fiddle player telling you what hi lovely lady friend
0: Hello, disgruntled fiddle player. You know, I never see you playing your fiddle.
2: Uh, Is that
0: why you're disgruntled?
2: Yes, because the fiddle confounds me. It's an evil instrument, (laughs) and it makes me very mad. Thus, I am disgruntled.
0: (laughs) You know, I thought I saw you at one of the protests.
2: I was there. I was handing out water bottles.
0: Ah, okay.
2: I believe people should not be thirsty. Good man. When they are protesting.
0: All right. Doing your part.
2: It gets hot out there. <laughs> i like to keep people. I think we're smarter of a smarter mind. And we have a little bit better sense of what's going on when we have more liquids in our bodies. This
0: is right. You're so right. This Tell
2: you, you would. what. What's,
0: what's your real name?
2: My name is Pom Blah Blah <laughs> Wow. Can that's I a just, hard name to say. Yeah, can that's I That's why I just say just call me disgruntled fiddle player. How
0: about name, DGF? Um,
2: DGF. I like that.
0: Like
2: that? I know some people have called me that, but Okay. Um if I was like a rapper, I could be DGF.
0: The notorious DGF.
2: But I don't really like that kind of music no disrespect
0: what do you like country you like oh okay
2: i like the fiddle but i don't like to play the fiddle that's why i'm disgruntled i see i think we went over this earlier <laughs> we
0: did and we've come full circle
2: <laughs> look uh, oh we circled back i hate that expression
1: look who else is here
2: oh mike i make the delicious root beer have some right now oh boy <gasps> My root beer is full of racial tolerance. Wow. Wait,
0: but I, I, you, you also threaten to cut people if they don't drink your...
1: No, I don't. <laughs> drink some right now. Oh, boy. I'll cut you. See? She's right. Oh. How can we learn to coexist when this happens? I don't get it. Well, um, I think we covered a lot on today's show. I was going to talk about um, how to keep your New Year's resolutions, but I think because it's already halfway through the year. But we really don't care about that because this is half the year is gone. What a year it has been. 2020
0: has been quite the year and it's not over. But good news Six good. months left
1: no, I, know, I know we've been a little dark and sad On the show today And we tried to uplift you And put you in a good sense uh, State Of being <laughs> Did you know That the experts The financial experts Were saying That we were going to lose When the job report came out I think it came out today That we were going to lose Seven million jobs Somehow, in the past month, we have gained two million jobs. <clears throat> That's fantastic. I, it, it means the experts don't know what the hell they're talking about, I guess. But
0: or the data is not accurate.
1: Then why do you gotta do that? <laughs> I'm just saying. Why do you gotta do that? <laughs> The data is always accurate <laughs> But if you think about it I don't know Maybe it puts us in a mind That there are a lot of people hiring right now In fact companies are hiring again A lot of uh, big department stores Well and then you're What do you call What do you call Walmart That's a what kind of a store is that It's just a, You know the, the Everything An obscene big, big, Is it a big box <laughs> store is that No that's Costco Obscene big store The big Anyway Anywho Cafe anyway Restaurants are hiring And Oh uh, Home Depot Lowe's All those type of places are hiring So it's People are getting hired again Which is good And It it was just this big Economic atom bomb That happened 10 weeks ago With the coronavirus and it was interesting because the stock market was at the beginning was okay, and then it took a big dive when it started to become very prevalent. People were losing their jobs and getting pay cuts, like here's truly, and all the other stuff. So, let's this here's to hoping that things turn around. And yes, maybe the data is wrong, and maybe it's all dark, and you're all gonna die. And this th- maybe that's what lovely lady friend is trying to tell you.
0: Well, no, no, you're right. The numbers don't lie, but how they context, how they frame it.
1: Who cares about context? You know, Jimmy Kimmel constantly takes our beloved Pat Robertson out of context. (laughs) And Pat Robertson said on his show to Trump, uh, what was it? Calling governors jerks. He said, that's not cool. Not cool, Mr. President Not cool, Mr. President And Pat Roberts is pa- Pat do- Robertson oh, he
0: said You don't do that, Mr. President
1: <laughs> Yes It's not
0: cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pat Robertson, sorry 700 Club
0: 90-year-old Pat Robertson
1: I used to watch that show I used to do the overnight In the 90s uh, At this station in Thousand Oaks Called KNJO And I'd Come check this out. I'd be driving home from Thousand Oaks. It was like an hour drive to where I lived and I'd get home on my way home I would listen to Howard Stern cuz he was still <laughs> live on the air from New York but being carried in LA and then when I got home I'd turn on the 700 Club. Talk about making your brain explode.
0: What to go from Howard Stern to the 700 Club. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was quite a change. Nice. Quite a, quite a shift. <laughs> And there was this cool bakery in Oxnard Shores that served these maple scones. Oh, they were so good. I can't remember the name of the place, but I loved it. Okay, that's...
0: Oh, speaking of scones, we (laughs) we had a really good scone today. Can we give a shout out?
1: By the way, that's the name of the show, Scones. Scones. Okay, go ahead.
0: Can we give a shout out?
1: Yes, I think so. we sh- we mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but okay. Posh Bagel, yeah, did we? Yeah, because we were talking about the flat screen TV. We always see
0: oh, the- that's right, that's right. Yes, well, Posh Bagel in Castro Valley, wonderful family owned business, um, great friendly folks there, um, great service, and so we go there a lot. And we've become well. I wouldn't say we're not friends with the owner.
1: We've been to his house. Been
0: to his house.
1: No, we haven't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, long story short, he gave us a a scone. He He hooked us up with free stuff.
1: So this plug actually, we've we've actually been compensated for this plug. Ah, look at that. Wow, yes. that's like never happens. Usually I have to follow up my plugs with slugs because I have never <laughs> I never get any compensation. But yay. We got
0: a donut and a scone.
1: So good. I th- uh, didn't we eat the no,
0: no, we ate the scone today.
1: Yeah. And the donut was this awesome, like strawberry thing with icing on it. It, oh, it was so, so caked in icing, I could barely see the donut. It
0: was so, <laughs> so amazing! So good.
1: What is the kombucha place that they they serve kombucha of, or they uh, have bottles of it from Half Moon Bay? Do you remember the name?
0: Moss Landing Brewery. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and they make a kombucha now. Yeah. It's and they got this cute little seal on the front and little ocean at, uh, type. Scenery on it It's very good but it's very hard to find And they have it at the Posh Bagel Yes check it out Excellent well thank you my lovely lady friend For being on today's show
0: Oh you're welcome thank you
1: I think we learned a lot today about uh, Cereal And scones And uh, Tolerance Coexistence Insistence, def- Disgruntled Fiddle play- Playeristance, mm-hmm. and Pat Robertson's, and uh, the rest. Thank you, lovely lady friend.
0: Thank you, Mike Stew. <laughs> Mike's TV Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at Mike's Daily Podcast.com. Email Mike
2: now.